Hey mama, welcome to the Positive on Purpose podcast, where we help stress out moms, resist the guilt, and reframe with grace. Where we teach you how to dial down the negative and turn up the positive so that you can show up as the mentally fit mama you were meant to be. We are your hosts, twins, moms, movement makers, and coffee dates for life. I'm Jamie Shefke. And I'm Jules Philippi. Get ready to put your positive pants on and let's dive in. Good morning, friend. Welcome to the Positive on Purpose podcast. We are so glad you're here. Welcome to the month of May, uh, which if you didn't know, is actually Mental Health Awareness Month. And that really will play into our topic for today um, because we're going to talk to you about a certain feeling that we've felt and maybe you have felt recently. Um, It's this feeling of meh or just blah. Yeah, kind of (laughs) the... Not like multiple syllables, like one syllable, like meh, blah, I don't know, (laughs) hard to explain. This kind of feeling of like being lethargic and stagnant, like stagnant's a really big, it just really hit Jamie and I a little bit. Like we haven't lost our zest. (laughs) We haven't like lost our hope and optimism, but like, you know, there's seasons and states of life that just kind of feel this way, kind of like, ugh. <laughs> and it's like, you know, it could be in your work life. It could be in your home life. Like it could be everywhere. But um, this is something we were kind of feeling recently with our health and well-being. Like, I mean, we're committed to our daily exercise, um, but like, we we're just kind of feeling that like, ah, we're, we're missing that you know, nutrition piece or, you know, something's just not all there. Yeah. I think there was this feeling of frustration and we'll share this a little bit um, further into the conversation, but it didn't feel like we were fully moving forward or like making progress. Like we wanted to not only in health journey, but in our business and, and here with the podcast and such. So um, yeah, and we came across, this is actually a topic we've talked about before on the podcast. And it's this, this feeling that we've been talking about is labeled languishing in the science of happiness, um, in, you know, psychology and research based. Um, if you follow Adam Grant, he is the, um, podcast hope podcast host of work life on um, the work life podcast. And then it was also, um, on Lori, Dr. Lori Santos, um, the happiness labs. So they were doing an interview together. Yeah. And, you know, I think it was really surprising because Adam and Lori, like they research this stuff, they're experts in this stuff. Like they, you know, he's a professor, like he teaches high level classes. She like had one of the most popular classes during the pandemic. Like And this interview was like, you know, a few, a year or two after the pandemic. So obviously, again, that was a very prevalent emotion that people were experiencing when life just took a really big turn and Mm -hmm. a big 180. And, you know, Adam and Lori being two people that are very self-aware, very well educated, like we're both experiencing this. And he had shared like something that like I really resonated with. It's like, I have these specific goals and these plans and I'm not working toward them. Like I know what I want to be doing or should be doing, but this is what I'm actually doing. And he's like, who's like taking up space in my brain right now? Like, this is not me. 
I think it's really unique too. And you just said like, you know, they're experts in, in their field and whatnot. Like that's what I think our frustration was like, we, we are the health and fitness experts or, you know, like the professionals. And, mm-hmm. you know, why is it that some, some things weren't like feeling where we thought they could be or, you know, that type of thing. And, um, he, he quotes, um, Dr. Uh, or professor shoot, is it researcher, doctor, professor, shoot, but it's uh, Corey Keyes. Um, and so, and this is in the science of happiness book that I had done my certification through, but you have this spectrum of well-being, and most people think of it just on either side of the spectrum. So there's flourishing on one side, you're feeling great. You're in the groove, you're thriving. Mm-hmm. And then over here, it's, you know, mental illness, it's anxiety, it's depression, mm-hmm. And so I love how he talked about that languishing is sort of that neglected middle child <laughs> and why I think people tend to not talk about it or maybe label it or however you want to put it is he had mentioned that it's much more invisible. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, it's like, yeah. it's like this absence of emotion. Yeah. It's like, you don't, it doesn't show up in your daily life and like, it doesn't have the same urgency or intensity as like depression and anxiety would like people who might be suffering from that, like are looking to take action and like change and like, you know, get better. But people that are in this like stagnant, you know, position can't like quite see that until like there's more research and talk about this. And like, I love that he said, like, it's kind of like, I'm not sick, but I'm not well. Like it's a sense of like aimlessness or joyless. But again, like he was still active, still optimistic, still had hope. Same with Jamie and I, like, you know, we still are committed to movement every day, doing our personal development, all those things. But it it kind of felt like we were below our normal level of productivity or like just not the high level that we want to be at. And we've talked about that here, too, with like our morning and nighttime habits, like we're where we want to be. And again, this postpartum season, you know. Yeah, so well, and I think it's interesting because he said he so you know, he was feeling this, he labeled it, I think himself for languishing. And then he had someone reach out to him asking him to write an article because this theme was coming up. And again, as Jules noted, it was, you know, closer to when the height of the pandemic was happening and such. Um, but you know, he would, was saying, or what was neat about it was, okay, it was published and the feedback was insane that he got like for like weeks or months after it was published, like people were talking about it, but he, you know, wanted to start a conversation because again, as I said, it's, it's, it's um, not always recognizable or it's more invisible to see, but someone had um, challenged him a bit that like, it was a like talking about seasons or talking about maybe the time of year. Mm-hmm. He was like, I'm not languishing. It's just, you know, I'm just not going outside or against the pandemic. Like there wasn't a lot to do. So right now I'm just like dormant, if you will, like a volcano or um, I love the analogy, like a plant in the middle of winter. It's not going to try to grow. It's not going to try to move forward. Um, so it was kind of like a profound alternative. He said, however, he also wanted to know that, you know, be mindful not to have a for it to be a self self fulfilling prophecy, and I and I just had mentioned that to Jill's. I'm like, you know, I feel like after a while, we've said like it's a postpartum season. It's hard. We have two kids and all that. And you're like, you never want to feel like you're just saying, well, this is how it is, and this is this is all we can do about it. So I think like most things that we bring here on the podcast, it's encouraging. It's encouraging yeah. because you know you like you Jill said 
you know, when you have um, a disease, a disorder, um, you feel like your back up, backs up against the wall and you've got to do something about it. And I think that with languishing, this is encouraging to know that you can do something about it. And we're going to share that with you yeah. um, to get out of it. Yeah. And I think just the last thing that they had mentioned was like, you know, now that it's like labeled, like people can recognize that they've been here before. Like the pandemic wasn't the only time that people were languishing. Like maybe it was a bad breakup or like the case of the Mondays, like all that is related and and people have gotten out of that before. So like, like Jamie said, that's really encouraging. It doesn't have to be a pandemic to be languishing. Like it can be these different seasons or, you know, and, and that's what I see a lot in our manufacturing business is this case of the Mondays. And so, okay, like if that's a thing, that's what we're struggling with people no showing or not calling in on Monday. How can we help them with this? And how can we help you if you're feeling kind of this meh, blah state? Um, and thankfully we got an acronym and we got some um, tips from, from Adam Grant. Yes. So I loved with Adam Grant. It's, it's awesome. Like he had shared that Mario Kart was his, how he got out of languishing. And it's certainly there's a couple of different elements to that versus you just thinking, oh, all I have to do is play video games. <laughs> um, but there's a lot to that. So we're just going to pack it a bit and you'll see this um, common theme in the acronym mm-hmm. that we share. But number one was embracing social connection. Um, so certainly that was something that we all struggled with you know, being able to have, um, during that time where things were shut down. Um, and I think that's where Jules and I, so we just literally started a 21 day challenge today with our community for this exact reason. We need that extra social connection. We need that extra accountability Mm -hmm. to get us out of this stagnation that we feel. Yeah. And with the Mario Kart example, um, it just kind of started with Adam Grant's family. So like his sister was in a different state his kids were obviously home with them. And all of a sudden the family, you know, they could play this on the switch or whatever on the internet. So it's accessible for them all. And they're competing against each other. And he's like, all of a sudden, like I'm yelling at the screen and like our competitiveness is coming out. And my sister's like, you know, having fun. And the kids like the next day are like, dad, when are we going to play Mario Kart? So like, they were socially engaged and like, it was just like fueling their relationships. And with even socially engaged, so that word engaged, so they also were like totally absorbed in the activity, right? They're excited. He's like, it's competitive. And that feeling of total absorption is what we've shared here on the podcast of flow, what the science of happiness calls flow. You are just so immersed in what you're doing. Time flies by. You tend to overlook like, oh, I haven't drank water in a while. I haven't gone to the bathroom. Like flow increases positive emotions. I love that. This is actually really funny because Jamie and I have given my husband, Mike, a hard time about playing video games. Like, I can't believe you can play like that late into the night or whatever. Just lose track of time. And it totally makes sense. Now, he did say that he was losing some sleep because he was doing some of these things prior to Mario Kart, like binging, like, you know, Netflix or whatever. And Dr. Lori Santos was watching Jersey Shore. You know, like we don't want to get in this state of, you know, things that aren't whatever things that are trashy (laughs) like you want stuff that's gonna be you know yeah she had said um flow isn't a one-size-fits-all like there's a a good flow and then there's junk flow yeah yeah. (laughs) and I was like oh that's such a good way to put it because what's good flow is also what we are going to touch on in this term of mastery how you can find flow through mastery 
Yeah. So like learning like a new skill, right? Yeah. Like something that's challenging you that you have to like expand your skill set and like, you know, like if somebody like his sister, like wasn't good at Mario Kart, like he said, actually, after he had written the article, people were asking like, how do I increase my skills in Mario Kart? And he's like, that is not the point. (laughs) Yeah. His call to action there was you have to find you had to find what flow is for you. Like, you know, yeah. it's not like that's, that's how it was for him. Um, yeah. I think, I think it's unique. Like I, we've talked about this in the science of happiness. where like, if it's too hard, you're going to be frustrated. If it's too easy, you're going to be bored. So like mastery is kind of finding that middle ground that again, like Jill said, it's, it's challenging. Um, you, you're starting to feel confidence because, you know, I feel like there's this sense that you're starting to succeed at something. Yeah, he did say it's like competence, like to like, you know, again, because he was frustrated that he wasn't obtaining or like achieving his goals. So like mastery is like getting after the goals and like actually seeing them through. Mm-hmm. Yep. Um, and then the second one was mindfulness. So there are three M's. You got to love that. So mindfulness, just like being fully present in the moment and being fully aware of what's happening, um, which I think kind of explains itself, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. I think it's cool too, because with, um, I think mindfulness, they had just talked about like, there's just so many distractions. Like when you were home and you weren't able to go out and you know whatever, like you could find every distraction there was like in your mm-hmm. house. Um, and you know, so when you're immersed in flow, you're not as easily distracted and you, yeah. you can be more mindful that way too. Mm-hmm. And then the third one being mattering, um, which we have another acronym, like we explained. So there's some crossover here, but like he said, like, I actually was able to connect with my sister better. She's pregnant with twins living in a different state. And I couldn't really support her, you know, not being able to leave the house or like whatever, visit her. But like, I felt like I was, you know, at least connecting with her and contributing. And it like, it was meaningful. My relationships that matter, like, you know. This made me think of when we learned to play Mexican train this year and then we brought it. Um, Cody and I brought it to Jules and I's, um, birthday celebration that we did, um, with the, with our husbands. And that's exactly how I feel like it was mattering because, you know, we were all together. There's that connection. Um, we also, we were totally distracted. Yeah. In a good way. Like, and like it, it was also a bit of mastery because there's strategy behind it too. So I thought that it, oh, I love it. Yeah. That that was a great great example. example. And Mm -hmm. this acronym we have found in an article was um, the PERMA model. So P-E-R-M-A, P for positive emotions, which Jamie had talked about too with like flow, right? That kind of goes into the next one as well. Engagement, you know, whether again, that's socially or just engage fully in the activity. R for relationships. So that connection piece. M for meaning, mattering, meaningful. And then A for accomplishments, which I think can go back to mastery. And you know, accomplishing goals, accomplishing the plan that you set for yourself. Yep. So yeah, our challenge to you is to find what your flow state is. That's and again, like here's your encouragement. If you're feeling this way, you're not alone. As as we like to say There's here, nothing wrong with you. <laughs> nothing. Yeah, you're not broken. Um, yeah. And yes, like there is, there are tangible things that you can do that can help bring you out of that. Find that social connection or accountability. Um, you know, I think, I think he had challenged too. Adam Grant had challenged at the end. Like if you 
are finding that you're languishing or you're trying to figure out what your flow is, like ask somebody else and maybe, you know, you can figure out together. There's your social connection or accountability. Right. Finding somebody else that's, you know, might be languishing and any advice you give them is likely what you need to hear too. Or like, like Jamie and I, like coming out to like, you know, reaching out to our community and saying, Hey guys, like we're doing this 21 day challenge. Here's what it's about. You should do this with us. Like, Number one, it's more fun with others. Like again, create that positive, those positive emotions by doing something fun, doing something challenging, you know, that you know, challenges your skills. And um, yeah, we're we just want to come here and encourage you. Um, learn how to beat languish, beat languishing and flourish instead. <laughs> Talk to you next week. Thank you so much for tuning in today. Mama, we know your time is valuable, so we appreciate that you spent it with us. If this episode resonated with you, go share it with a friend, or we invite you to post it to social media and tag us so we can express our gratitude. And together, let's live more positive on purpose.